Hey everyone, I am so excited to be introducing a little new mini series and it is going to be the quarantine series. So I was talking to a friend the other day and she basically just encouraged me to pivot the episodes for a little while because everyone is going through something so unique right now and something so different. They're living a different life than they were before. They don't have an hour to drive to work and back to listen to podcast episodes. And so I loved that idea. Um, And I want to just talk about this isolation and I want to give ideas for practical things to do around the house, projects. That's kind of what Jesse and I are going to get into today, along with how we're feeling about the quarantine, how we're dealing with one another, how we're dealing with the kids and how we're staying hopeful and encouraged. But throughout the series um, of a few episodes, I just want to try and help through this season of life. I want to give practical ideas, and I also just want to bring some hope and encouragement to you all if you're struggling with anxiety or fear or loneliness in this time, because I think we're all feeling a lot of things right now. So I hope that you all enjoy this. There'll be relatively quick episodes that will be beneficial for you in this very specific season of life, which is a unique moment in history that I pray we will never have to go through again. But we are in it, and so I want to be in it together with you all, with my community. So I'm excited. So welcome to the quarantine mini series, and let's dive into my conversation today with my husband, Jesse. Hey friends, we were never promised that life would be easy. Sometimes it is hard and super crazy, but when we do life together, we find that it becomes a lot easier and much more fun. I believe in joyful life, in happy parenting, healthy marriages, long lasting friendships, and making perfect memories in imperfect homes. I love to dig deep and talk about the really raw things that people are not always comfortable discussing. And I'm also passionate about sharing practical tips that have helped me to help you navigate through life less stressfully and more purposefully. We will laugh together and struggle together. You will hear honest insights on strengthening your faith and your marriage, parenthood, how to's, and so much more so that you can live life and live it with joy. I am Lindsay Maestas. Welcome to the Living Easy Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Living Easy Podcast. This is the first episode of the quarantine mini series um, where we're going to just talk about things that we're going through during isolation in hopes that we can come alongside you and bring you a little bit of joy and encouragement and practical wisdom during this time. So I am here with my husband, Jesse, and we are going to just talk a little bit today about how we're feeling and how we're coping and the things that we're doing to keep ourselves hopeful and joyful and motivated um, and give ideas of some projects that we've been doing. So first, I'll just jump on over to you. How have you been feeling being at home? What have been some of the biggest struggles and what have been some of the biggest blessings for you? So for me, it's it's kind of been a tough, uh, tough position to be in for sure because I do work a lot out of home prior to all this going on, but we had babysitters and not having babysitters is probably the hardest part because in real estate, I'm considered an essential business 
and nothing has stopped for me. Yeah. Nothing slowed down for me. So um, nothing has stopped, stopped for me. So it's just been all normal with two kids crying or laughing or whatever it is. And that in general is just really hard because a lot of things come up constantly in real estate. And I've noticed over the course of us starting this quarantine, there's so many like little details that when I'm working, you know, peacefully, somewhat peacefully in my office, I can, you know, write, I write them down. If something crosses my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, I got to take care of this. I got to do this. And I don't have that luxury anymore. So it's easier for things to kind of just fall through the cracks. And that's definitely been more stressful for me and creating additional anxiety. I think it's a negative and a positive. The biggest blessing has just been that I have an essential job, like still being able to work. Like we were talking about this the other day, knowing that I still have business and I still have work and stuff. I have to be super thankful for that. I've had situations with some of my, some of my deals where they've fallen through because Jesse's a realtor. For those of you who don't know, I think I said it oh. in my explanation. She's Sorry. not listening to me guys. <laughs> I am. I promise. Um, but yeah, I, I just think, uh, um, that's definitely been a blessing for me. Yeah. It's, it's definitely an interesting vibe for sure. I think we, we're adjusting and we're learning the new normal. And I feel like the past couple days have been the hardest for you. I felt like at the beginning, you kind of seemed like a happy-go-lucky guy because you had a little bit more downtime than you normally have with the kids and like building forts. I, I definitely was. I think when when I had time, you know, when work isn't so crazy, I, I definitely enjoyed my time with the kids more. As I'm talking about that, I've also thought it's been really, really cool to be able to enjoy that time with the kids and then walking outside or even as I'm going to showings and stuff, like seeing so many people outside, like seeing families and seeing other kids out playing and they're with their parents though, Mm -hmm. like is what I'm always seeing is they're riding bikes with their parents or they're with their entire family. Whereas before, like you usually just see either the kids outside or the parents Mm -hmm. and now it's, they're all together. And I think that's cool. And I've been able to take advantage of that time, you know, with the boys. It's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's been working a trying to work my job and have this podcast and balance that with the kids has created some additional stress for sure. I, I have this weight on my shoulders throughout the day of like, I need to get these things done. But I think at the same time for myself, my job is much less demanding than Jesse's. Like the amount of phone calls that you get a day is crazy and trying to balance that with kids like mine is more on the computer and just getting stuff done so I can pause more often than not but I think for me I've seen a shift in my heart I've seen I have moments for sure where I'm like oh my gosh get me out of here I am tired (laughs) and this is a lot and I just need to breathe but I also think that I had convinced myself that I needed more time away than maybe I did. I think I convinced myself that being at home was harder than it was, if I'm honest. Not that it is not hard. It is hard and it's exhausting 
And I definitely still need my work days because I have a job. But at the same time, there's this slowness that has been so sweet for me and just waking up and having that time to think like, I can just enjoy my kids. Like I don't have anywhere to be. And what I realized, I was talking to Jesse and I was talking to my counselor actually, and I was telling them, it's funny because I have the same amount of work and I'm able to accomplish it and get it done. So what was taking up so much of my time? And a lot of it was saying yes to things that I probably didn't need to say yes to. A lot of it was making appointments and just planning things throughout the day. And so I'd plan something in the middle of the day. Therefore, I needed a babysitter like all day because I was trying to move it around. And so I'm just realizing that it's been good. And so the struggles for me have been work for sure. And then of course, like maintaining the house, I feel like, don't you think all we do is clean all day long? Yeah, but it, but it's also been nice because we'll get these, you, you, we get so bored at home and I'm sure all of you are doing this because I've talked to multiple people that they're just so bored, but you're just cleaning and organizing so many things. Like I got the garage organized. I got yeah. the kids' closets organized. You were cleaning Sutton's room. Like you organize the kitchen. Like I just feel like we're running out of projects. <laughs> I actually had somebody write me and say, can you give project ideas? So we are going to do that. So, but to close out on that thought, I, I've been really thankful for the time. And I honestly think my kids are doing really well with it. There are a lot of moments where they're asking for friends and that part has been a little bit of a struggle. They're asking for their grandparents and their cousins and their friends and that makes me feel so sad. Probably, that's honestly actually probably the hardest part of this is having to tell them they can't see like their grandma, their Nana and Pops and Grammy and Pompo and stuff and I want to give them that so badly and I know how influential those people are in their lives, but then we also just want to protect them, especially Sutton with his asthma. He's high risk technically. And so we're just trying to protect him, but that's been hard. But the good, I mean, what have we done? We've built forts with the boys. These are some ideas for you guys. We've built forts. We have played outside. We did a water slide today. We've done pizza making nights where we got the dough and the pizza sauce and had them make their own pizzas. We've gone on so many walks, just like you said, like we're seeing people walking all the time, but we're walking all the time too now. We've gone on a hike to the mountains where nobody was around. And the boys helped me pull weeds in the front yard. And I've been teaching Sutton to read, which has been so cool because it was honestly a little bit convicting and a struggle to me because I just showed him a word and he read it like it was nothing. And I was like, I've never actually even tried. We've always worked on his letters, but hadn't tried his words. And so I'm seeing things with the kids that like just a little bit more effort and time has gone a long way. So those moments are good. And I see a lot in the future that when we come out of this, I want to change. A few people asked about our productivity lists and the things that we're getting done. And so I shared some of the stuff that we've been doing with the kids. We've been doing activities and I'm sharing a lot of that on my Instagram stories on Living Easy Podcast and also at lindsay.myestis on my Instagram. We've also started making TikToks. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Yes. I've, I've been sucked into TikTok video. It's fun. I'm sucking him in and I've had a blast with it. I have rug burn on my <laughs> elbows for her little TikTok video. We did a good one. So a productivity list. So we have some things we want to get done and that's how I'm trying to view this. And it's really helped me. Jesse and I are both achievers. We like, we like to do things and accomplish things. And so some other people might be like that 
I actually sent my list to my cousin and she just said, that is so exhausting. (laughs) So I know this isn't for everyone, but just some ideas of things that we're planning to do. We are going to potty train our two and a half year old, which I have been procrastinating on probably more than anything else. Just keep in mind, a lot of these things on this list, I probably have nothing to do with because my quarantine is if I get some free time, I probably (laughs) want to watch a movie or play a video game or relax. But this is the time to get things like done, done. This is where we just disagree. (laughs) Yeah, we do. Because I see a need and I'm like, let's do it. We have time. We have the ability. So yesterday I ordered like new letters for our mailbox, ordered vents, ordered lamps, And then we've just been working on a ton of stuff. And so we have, we've gotten the yard done. Jesse's worked super hard on the garage and on the yard. And I've mostly been working with the kids with like school stuff and then decorating because decorating is fun for me. I'm also going to work on Saxon's baby book because that is something I haven't finished. And then I know this is kind of crazy, you guys, but I'm making a coronavirus picture book because we're going to remember this no matter what, right? We're going to remember it. And so we might as well have the sweet memories of it because I think we're going to look back and have a lot of negative thoughts about this. And so I've just been taking pictures of all of the things that our family has been doing together. And it's actually been really sweet. And it also encourages me a little bit because I'm keeping up with that to be intentional about how we're spending our days. So that's a thought. We are trying to teach Sutton right now how to ride without training wheels, which he's doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, he did really good like... I am starting a Patreon account, which I don't want to get too much into right now, um, but for the podcast, it's, I, I work about 10 hours a week on this, which we need to have a whole episode on what that work looks like for me and just how we navigate like that work life balance together. But it's a donation account where someone can donate like $1 or $5 per episode and it just blesses our family and gives back because I don't want to do like advertisements or anything on the podcast. But with the amount that I'm pouring into this, um, it would be nice to be able to bless my family. So I will have a link to the Patreon. No pressure. I know this season is so bizarre, and so I'm not starting it for that reason. I'm starting it because I have time, and I've wanted to for a long time. Um, But if you are able to contribute a dollar an episode, so that'd be $4 a month or $5 an episode, that would be such an awesome blessing. So that was one thing I've been wanting to do. I exit off. Um, I want to start making YouTube videos. I want to get fit. Jesse and I have both probably gained what? <laughs> like 12 pounds each. I don't even know, but I had some high-end showings today and I was like putting on my dress clothes that I hadn't put on in a while. And I was like, babe, I got to run like twice a day. I'm, he said, these don't fit me. Yeah, they. I mean, they fit. <laughs> oh, okay. They fit just a little bit more snug than usual. Yeah, we're baking. That's another thing we've been doing with the boys like crazy is cooking. We've been cooking more than ever before, which is nice. And then um, baking. I just made some blueberry muffins. We've made, we had bread. Our neighbors are delivering us things. So we've kept busy. I want to paint the bathroom and more. I want to record more episodes with Jesse. So those are some things that we have. What are some of your... (laughs) projects that you've accomplished or that you could give other people ideas. So like photo book books, teaching kids new things, going out on walks, organizing your garage, organizing your kids clothes and toys. I just I'm I wouldn't have a, I'm like your cousin that's like this is exhausting thinking of it. 
So I'm the type of person, I have to-do lists that go on for days in my head, but I don't want to write them out and I don't want to pressure myself to get them done. And so for me, I'm like, yeah, I have projects I want to do and I, I do them. You, you see this. Jesse's a go-getter. So it's funny when he says these things because I just don't, I don't see that in you. I see you as someone who just accomplishes and does and does and does and you work so hard even at home. I, I do, but I, I, I section out my time for it and I, and I do it. I get into the mood to do those things often. But I also don't want to, like if I have it there in front of my face and I've got like this list, like it just, for me, it's, you know, I don't, it just gives me unnecessary stress. Okay, so be honest. Am I stressing you out with all of my activities? <laughs> I, what? I mean, it, it depends on the day because yeah. some some days, like I like I said, I have I have an essential business, so I have not slowed down. You've seen this. I've had a couple of days where things have slowed down a little bit, but you see me when when I get bored, I take on projects and I start organizing. I, I, what are some projects then that you can encourage other people on that you've enjoyed or that they could do without spending a lot of money? Projects for me, I feel good. Uh, the other morning I woke up and I completely took everything out of Sutton's closet. I took everything out of his toy boxes, his Legos, and I, I made this like a Goodwill bag. And I went through everything because I know what he plays with, what stuff he cares for, and what stuff he's probably just grown out of. And he's actually, I just, this is a little side note, because we were so afraid when we started, like, minimizing his things, because we do this, like, what, every two months, probably, where we purge his stuff. But he came to us before Jesse did that and said, can you guys get rid of these toys and give them to kids who need them because I don't really need them or play with them anymore. And I heard that from Ali Casaza, who I love. She has a podcast called The Purpose Show. And she said her kids started getting on board and wanting to give things away and donating them to kids in need. And so to see his heart change, I did not expect that. And when we first started it, he really didn't love it. So that's just a quick side note for people who are purging that it might take a little while, but your kids' hearts will change toward that. And it's been cool for us to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, we talked about the yard. I mean, the sheds, the garage. I like to keep things very organized. And so my garage, I put up pegboard and started organizing all the, you know, drawers and cabinets and stuff. So, you know, for me as a guy, that was a good thing. Um, setting up our gym stuff, you know, building that was. Which we have not used very I much. I not have. very much. You've not used much it like one. <laughs> I just think I need to be running more. Maybe that's what it is. I'm getting swole. Oh, that's right, right, right. That's why my dress clothes were a little (laughs) tight. Um, But I, so I think that my mind is like, when I get some free time, I want to like play a game or I want to relax, like just sit on the couch. Remember I told you that the other day, I was like, I just want to watch Lord of the Rings. Like I just want to sit down and watch Lord of the Rings. But this is where we're so different because I, when I see Jesse home and this is what's hard because I need to learn and it's taken years to even come to a place where I acknowledge this but to let him rest because I when I see him home I'm like projects we can do these things together double as quickly and just get them done and knock them out and he's thinking no but the thing about you is you don't say no you just do but then he gets overwhelmed and so we're learning to navigate and this is just for those of you in quarantine with your spouse and you're learning a whole new way of things 
um, or even with your kids and trying to navigate those emotions. I think we have to remember that everyone handles quarantine differently. Everyone is handling the news of this differently. Jesse is watching every YouTube video, every update, every everything. And I've had to just completely shut it off and get in the word because all of the new news just overwhelmed me. And so I'm just trusting him to lead. And I'm thankful for that because he's been really informative for me in regards to this from the beginning um, and helping me to understand the needs and just protecting others and protecting ourselves and being compassionate. But at the same time for me, I have to guard my heart from it all and just rely on what God is doing, what our government is doing. Pray for our leaders, pray for our president, no matter what your opinion is of him, praying for him to do the right thing and to make wise decisions. It's biblical for us to do that. And so praying for them and then just doing what I'm called to do, which is to stay the heck home and stay away from people. I have not been to the store or out and it's hard. Like I am such a people person and I miss people so much. And I've been doing a lot of FaceTime calling to stay in community, which has been good. Yeah, it's everyone is dealing with it differently. So I just want to encourage you all that if you have kids who are really emotional right now or who are clingy and just not normal, like not acting as they normally would to remember that everyone responds differently to stress. Everyone responds differently to different situations. Everyone responds differently to changed circumstances and to choose to have grace and understanding in that. So final question, what Jesse is bringing you hope right now? How are you staying positive in the thick of the bad news and the thick of all of the updates that you're reading and still having to be around people who could potentially be putting you at risk. How are you keeping your mind in the right place and set on Jesus right now? I mean, in in regards to people putting me at risk, I, I feel like for the most part, everyone that I've come in contact with and talked to, everyone seems to be taking it pretty serious for the, for the most part. So, you know, even in real estate, I, I posted a video today, you know, I'm wearing gloves and you know, we're wearing masks and we're, we're cleaning the doorknobs. We're Lysoling. Like everyone seems to be doing their part. I think it seems like here in New Mexico, a lot of people are trying to be safe. I don't, I'm not like worried about that. I think the, for me, the worry is like people worry and get nervous and and anxious during these times. Like the TP hoarding, toilet paper hoarding. Yeah. And I'm sure there was a guy in New York that was hoarding over like 200, it was like 190,000 masks and personal protective equipment. Like someone went out and purchased all of these protective supplies that people need so he could sell them for profit. So that's what worries you is like the panic. I, yeah, it's the panic. It's people. And I mean, in, uh, I think it was in Italy. I was telling you that story. There's a story of some grocery stores like getting raided because people are worried that they're going to be out of food and, you know, stuff like that. So I think it's just people need to understand it's going to be okay. I think once our economy gets up and running again, it's going to be okay. We are going to be okay as long as everyone is staying calm, as long as everyone is just doing their best. And I think even on the food side, I I don't think that stores are going to run out of food you know, as long as people aren't hoarding. I think one of the most depressing news articles that I read when all this stuff was starting like two or three weeks ago were 
uh, was finding out that people had ran to the stores and they're hoarding all this food and they don't eat it. They're not eating all of it. And all of a sudden there's this huge percentage of food that's just being tossed because people went and, you know, they freak out and they hoard it and then they can't eat it either. And it could have gone to someone that needed it. So that type of stuff freaks me out. But I stay calm for the most part because I just, I do feel like we're going to get through this. I feel like it's, uh, I I just feel like it's going to be okay. And for me, I'm the type of person that likes to listen to everything that's going on because my mind likes to strategize. And so I like to find a plan. So whether the news is good or bad, you know, I know you, you don't really like to listen to this stuff and you always tell me like put my headphones in or something when I'm listening to these. Yeah, I'm, I get in my head so quickly that I have to protect myself. Not that I want to be ignorant to what's going on because I do stay updated and informed on numbers and requirements and things like that. But when I'm just hearing story after story or seeing people in the hospital over and over again, I just realize I don't have the emotional capacity for that, especially as a mama. I don't know if other mamas can relate to this, but you immediately just take on that mama bear mode where you need and want desperately to protect your kids. And so it's not so much about myself that I don't feel like I can read those things. I think it's because of my babies and I'm just nervous for them and worried. And so I don't go there. I think for myself, I I rely on you to lead in that, which I really respect. Jesse is totally taken that roll on in our family as I'm figuring out he stocked up like very reasonably stocked up for us and has just kind of kept an eye on things to make sure that we're okay. Our family's okay. And I have just taken it day by day. And I think this is the best thing for people who are struggling is to wake up in the morning, even though some days it feels like groundhog's day and take it one day at a time because there's nothing you can do. We do not have control over this. And I think those of us who idolize comfort, which is most of us, we substitute God and his assurances and his promises with comfort, just temporal, physical, worldly comfort. And when we've lost that, we feel like we've lost control. We lose peace. We lose joy and we feel like we lose our identity and that's how we can know a lot of the time that our identity is in the complete wrong thing because it's not on the foundation which is Christ the solid rock on which we stand it's on the shifting sands that when things move or get hard or become out of our control we lose it and so I've just taken it a day at a time I wake up in the morning and I say we're going to make the best of today, even though we can't go anywhere or do anything. And I miss people and I miss Target so much and going to restaurants and having chips and salsa. Like that's going to probably be the first thing I do when I get out of this is chips and salsa. But yeah, I choosing peace. I'm getting in the word. I am trying to stay positive when things get hard. I go and I take a little break, um, lock my door if I have to. And just take a few deep breaths. I watch funny videos. I will call a friend on FaceTime. That's been a huge thing for me. And so I just want to encourage you guys to stay in community. But just reminding you, take it a day at a time. And there's a couple of verses I wanted to share because just like Jesus, when he was tempted by Satan, he used verses to battle the temptation and the struggle. And so having verses memorized is not just as a religious act to have them memorized. It is to truly fight sin and temptation. Um, and it helps me immensely. So a few verses I wanted to share is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. 
It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, with a heart of thanks, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. So it's saying if we are not anxious, if we choose not to be anxious, but instead to pray with a heart of gratitude, that is when the peace of God will guard our hearts and our minds from that anxiety. It is such a powerful verse. And then John 14, 27 says, peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. The world right now is offering panic and confusion and chaos. And Jesus is saying, peace is what I leave with you, not what the world gives you. The world gives you fear and anxiety and stress, but I am giving you peace. And then lastly, Psalm 94, 19, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation, Lord, brought joy to my soul. So memorize those, have them handy, put them on your mirror, And I hope that you guys will find the sweetness in this, that you'll find the goodness with your families, that you will find what you want to change when you come out of this, that you'll see that sometimes the Lord breaks us. He takes sports away. He takes shopping away. He he takes alone time away to show us what our idols are. So what are your idols? What is wrecking you right now? What What are you so used to relying upon as a crutch in your life that has been taken away that's rocking your life. That is a good indication of what an idol is to you. And so evaluating that and asking God and the Holy Spirit to replace that idol with Jesus and with a love for him and a knowledge of him and a desire for him is one of the greatest and most transformative things that you can do. So we will close out with a quick question to Jesse, and then we will continue on with our little quarantine mini series. But what will be the first thing that you do when quarantine is over? Um, I will go in. (laughs) (laughs) You'll hire a babysitter. Yeah, I will hire a babysitter and hang out with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's a hermit. For all you hermits out there, I don't understand you, but my husband does. And so we love you no matter what. We are praying for you. Our family is constantly praying for you. We pray every night at dinner for everything going on for our community, for our people, for the sick people around the world, um, and just lifting that up to God right now. And so we are here. Uh, We love you. And there is a massive community of people coming together in our world right now and just joining in solitude, which I'm so incredibly thankful for. And so I pray that we'll just focus on that and set our hearts on that. So I love you guys, and I will talk to you next time. See you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thank you you could ever offer is to share the love. The simple act of taking a quick screenshot of the episode and tagging at Living Easy Podcast makes such a huge difference in this journey. If you're impacted, someone else might be too. So don't hesitate to share a little hope and joy with the people that you love. Also, if you haven't already, please do scroll down from this episode to give a star rating and quick review for the podcast. It only takes a minute, but the impact is huge. Thank you all so much for your support. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram at livingeasypodcast and at lindsay.myestis. Love you guys.